Okay, welcome to episode 33 of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So, subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, and of course, we are on Spotify. So, I'm Sean. I'm not. What's up, y'all? All right, now, what do we call this episode? I said... The smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, <laughs> all right, now we go. We go see. All right, so shout out to all our listeners in Chile. Buenos noches, y'all. Thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> so before we start the ratchet minute, now nah, how are you? I haven't talked to you in a, in a I feel like a minute. I went so because I went to London and I went mm-hmm. to Stockholm, Sweden for the Thanksgiving holiday. So mm-hmm. I spent I spent the holiday overseas, which sometimes I do. I just have to I have to bolt from the family. And um it was very interesting. They do like they call it Black Week. So the day after Thanksgiving, which they don't celebrate, they do Black Week. Okay. And there's like sales everywhere. So there's these big signs, it's Black Week. It was very funny. Oh, nice. Did you do a lot of shopping out there? Girl, let me tell you. They so you know this is where H and M and is plenty of Zara's. There's a Zara on every corner. There's a H and M on every corner. Mm-hmm. But the st- first of all, it was it was cold and okay. their style, I was calling it old lady fresh. Like it was very conservative. You mm-hmm. know, I like my bright colors. I like, you know, different it was a lot of a lot of flowery stuff. It just wasn't my style, it wasn't my yeah. thing. Um it was really disappointing. I did get some jeans, but you know, I thought I was gonna go there and just you know go shopping crazy. It was that was Stockholm is not the place for that. Um, I was hungry every day, which anytime I travel, I'm always hungry because I'm very picky. And I, the only place I ate was an Indian restaurant, mm-hmm. um, which was good. Uh, the people are nice, you know, but they're not like overly friendly. But they're nice. They all speak, you know, they speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? And what language they speak? Is it Dutch? What do they speak? Um, they else? speak sweet Swedish and Finnish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, the majority and they they speak they speak English. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the shopping wasn't um it wasn't on point at all. I was really disappointed by that. Yeah. yeah. With um you know with H and M and Zara being over there, I, girl, I haven't been at H and M since they um pull that bullshit with um the t-shirt for a little boy but I, I know you boycott it yep um but zara girl i can't i cannot if i could put my bed in zara and just sleep there. i know about it but you know but funny the style was it's a different style there so it wasn't your style either it was it was like um like i said it was like old old lady fresh mm-hmm. like not you know like uh saint john's <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. It wasn't. It wasn't cool. Something else I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to say, but I can't. I can't remember. All in all, I mean, I had a good trip. It was. It was good to. You know, I like to explore and see other things. So yeah, my time has been pretty good. I've been working like crazy, working, 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 working. So I'm. I'm looking forward to next week. Um, I'm gonna be in Miami. We're gonna do a live show, right? We're gonna we gonna yeah. we gotta do something. We're gonna do lives. Yeah. We got we gonna we gonna get it together. We gotta record. And you know what? We also I know I've been I said this a couple times on our Instagram, but I do want to do like a meetup or something. You know, nothing official, nothing big. Just you know, we all go to like a little day party or somewhere and just come in and, and come and chill and talk and shoot the shit and grab a drink and you know just have fun. 
Okay, so with that being said, um, that's to be announced. So we'll put say, something on Instagram. It'll be on Twitter. We'll at least let everybody know. We'll put it on the web, um, the website, um, mm-hmm. where we'll be if you could. So if you're going to be in Miami next week for Art Basel between December 5th, like December 9th, um, we'll pick a spot and hopefully we'll see some of your faces there. Yeah, it'll be cool. We'll get it together. All right, all right. So getting right into the Ratchet Minute. So I went to. I actually went to the Migos. It was Aubrey and the Three Amigos tour. Um, Miami at the American Airlines Arena. Um, so just so you know, that I I love Drake. I swear I love Drake. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I I went through a little phase with him with the whole um, what was the thing? Um, whatever little beef he had. I I, I went through some. But anyway, with somebody. <laughs> right. Whatever beef he had, I was I was going through it. But um, you know, I so he, he like. So at first I thought I was like, oh, it's like a girl that came out on stage um, to like introduce him. And girl, it was Drake. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, you know, the person I was with, we both were looking like it was a very, first of all, he, he, he skipped out on the stage, like kind of, kind of danced out. I mean, it honestly, I thought, like I said, I thought it was a female that was coming out to like, she came and danced and introduced him and then it turned out to be Drake. So, um, but for that little, um, little surprise, um, he, he did have a lot of hits. You, you kind of remember, you know, Drake has a lot of music. So, yeah, he does. You know, it, it was, it was very solid. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Migos. They, I think they're still building on their stage presence. So it wasn't all that tight. Um, one thing I do, you will, you will know from this, this concert is how much Drake is in love with Rihanna. Cause there's a set that they did. Yes. Where they were like, the dancers were dressed up like Rihanna mm-hmm. and dancing like her. And then he like did a medley of her music. It's like, dude, <laughs> so all in. This, he wears his feelings on his sleeve. On his sleeve. He is definitely, is he a, he's a Scorpio. He's a Scorpio. He is definitely still in his feelings about that. So all in all, it was, it, it was a good show. He brought Lil Wayne out at the end. Um, you know, I'm not, I, I have a thing with concerts. Like I don't like to go unless I have really, really good seats. You know, I'm bougie about that. So I had really good seats. It was a good show. Um, I enjoyed it. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. good All right. Um, so we have got to, we have got to, got to, got to talk about who your boy, Dwight Howard from the Washington <laughs> Oh, that nigga broke the internet. <laughs> like dick and balls, dick and balls. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to give this the utmost. Okay, I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the utmost attention that this needs. So, um, there was a transgender man who, in actuality, identifies as a gay man, not transgender, transgender, um, by the name of Masine Elijay, who claimed that Dwight Howard was his ex-boyfriend. He also accused Howard of cheating on him with other men and other trans men while the two were reportedly engaged in this romantic relationship. Um, And then after, you know, shit hit the fan, then Howard allegedly threatened this, we're going to call him Masine, threatened Masine um, uh, and and harassed him. And reportedly, uh, Howard sicked his pastor 
on Masin and which and the pastor threatened his life. So here's a quote from Masin because I was all on his uh, Twitter um, and his Instagram. He said, quote unquote, I was afraid to speak, but today my life was threatened after I was sexually harassed, threatened and manipulated by someone I respected. My ex-boyfriend, NBA player Dwight Howard and his camp also catfished me by I was also catfished by his disrespectful ass pastor. Um, Cause like I said, the, supposedly the pastor was throwing out threats um, and allegedly because uh, Masin did not file or did not sign an NDA. So there was no NDA for him to remain silent. And he said, after he heard that his boyfriend Howard was going to these transgender sex parties, he lost every bit of his mind. And um <laughs> And allegedly did not stay silent, even after he was offered hush money um, to not say anything about this. So to make matters worse, your homeboy Howard has not been playing um, because he has a booty injury. He sure. has a I'm not lying. I'm, I'm not lying. Um, he has an injury to his gluteus maximus or his gluteus or piriformis, which is uh, that is the muscle. Let me just side note. If you go and and. If you go to a masseuse and they massage your behind, have them massage your piriformis because it, it anyways, feels good. So anyway, he's out because of injury to the area of his behind. <laughs> so I have a question about this NDA. Um, at what point in relationship is he? did they want him to sign it? Wouldn't that be something that he would sign in the beginning? So that's what it sounded like. It was something that was... Um, that was presented in the beginning of the relationship, but he did not sign it. And then it kind of, maybe it came up again um, to sign the NDA and take some money along with it. Now there was, there was money with it and he refused mm. allegedly. So, um, you know, of course the Twitterverse was a lit with <laughs> all the jokes and all the memes and all the gifts. Um, you, you know, know what I thought was hilarious. We're not, hilarious that he actually threw Magic Johnson under the bus because <laughs> he's like these transgender parties uh sex parties just like Magic Johnson I heard that I saw girl girl okay. I, but you know notwithstanding it was a lot of homophobia and a lot of transphobia going going around I mean at the end of the day it's a shock I think to a lot of people but you know i think if you follow sports you know dwight howard like he could never like stay with a team like for whatever reason i you know it was always like a an issue with him with mm -hmm. you know staying with one team or another i mean you know he ended up with the wizards so i mean i don't know if there were rumors about him before you know why he was kind of like you know like the he was kind of black sheep from the very beginning so yeah um, you know, from from what I could see from from different comments from people that are on, on my social media and you know just going through Instagram, a lot of people are not surprised by this at all. From him. yeah, that's I'm getting the sense of that. So you know, maybe this was it was not a surprise as much as it was a surprise to surprise to me. Like oh lord, I couldn't even. You know how you <laughs> you know how you if you wake up in the morning and you get on social media it's some things like i love to hate i hate doing it but sometimes i do so i just happen to get on twitter uh follow us on twitter y'all which that's what i say three um but i just happen to get on and you know how you get a tail end story like somebody's like oh lord dwight howard and i'm like what happened to dwight howard so you start searching like oh lord it was like too much for the morning i was like i couldn't even get out of bed this is too much this is way too much so you know my my word 
of at the end of this is you got to live your truth. Although it's very hard to live this type of truth, given, you know, the, this day and age and given social media. So, I, you know, what what do you do? What do you do? You know, it's, you know, it's, that's true. I always say, you know, at the end of the day, people just want to be loved. You know what I'm saying? So um, you definitely have to live your truth, but on the same, on, on, uh, you know, you know, black men are not given the space to, to live their truth, obviously as a mm-hmm. counterpart. So, you know, I understand, I can kind of relate, not relate, but I can kind of understand, you know, why he's not being forthcoming about, you know, what he likes, whatever. And plus, he's an athlete. You know, they're supposed to be macho, and it's time yeah. today. Even though now there's been some athletes that have come out of the, you know, come out of the closet lately, but um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more that are, yeah. you know. Well, there are no out players in the NBA. I mean, but for I think the the guy Jason Collins who came out after, you know, his NBA career was over. But mm-hmm. I mean, there are there are none. Um, and you know, and this is. This is this twisty turny right here because I, I mean what mm, let me just let me just be quiet. Yeah, so, you know the, my 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 heart is with you, my prayers is with you. You know, live your truth, boo. Live your truth. Yeah. I'm, I'm I um I'm curious to, to to see if he's gonna address the issue, if he's gonna make a statement, or if he what is what are you gonna do? You know, yeah, because so far it's been nothing. Like, and you know, even like mainstream yeah, media is not really. What really, can, really, what can he say? Well, you know, you know, and it 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 puts me in mind of. Do you remember the whole thing with uh, D- Mr. C when it came out that yeah. you know after he had gotten arrested what eight a dozen times with um, having sex with transgenders mm-hmm. that um, you know he had to admit it. He had to get on the red. I'll never forget that. Yeah. He had to get on Hot ninety seven and admit the truth to that shit. Like mm-hmm. I you know, I, I like, this is what I like. I like this. Yeah. Um, so I, and I, truth be told, a lot of men like that. You know, <laughs> I never forget. Uh, let me see. Um, so it's somebody that I knew. Um, it, ooh. <laughs> anyway, it, it, was a, it, was a, it was somebody that I knew who, you know, was just explaining, like, really had a wife and, you know, the whole thing at home, but like transgenders mm-hmm. because they have very strong jaws this, and he was very at, he was proud of it they have very strong jaws and could give like the best head um okay <laughs> i mean i can i, I can understand that because a man knows what a man wants i guess <laughs> you know <laughs> i guess so, you know it's uh... I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say to that. But no, no, moving, moving on. What I can say is that you know, what a disservice he's doing to his wife. You know, does she know this? I don't think she knew. And and I I believe there's some people who are in marriages that you know they they know what their others you know sexual proclivities are and they give them that space to do that. But I think you just have to be honest about it. You know, that's a whole lot of space for that. I don't know, but. I mean, people do it all the time, you know. Well, I don't know if they do it all the time, but people do do it, you know. <laughs> be honest with your wife. That's what I want to say. Be honest with your wife. Don't. Right. That's all I want to say. Live your truth. Live your truth, boo, because life is too short. And, you know. Mm. So, anyway, move mm. along. Okay. What we got? What we got? What you got? All right, so the next on this ratchet minute is Michelle Williams and her light-skinned white fiance Chad. Why you call? 
Doc Macaroni, Chad Johnson. I just, I I look at him and I just don't see a, a 100% white man. And even if I, you know, I saw a picture of his mom. Like, you don't see a white man? Wait, what? Is, what is he? Is he, he white? He's white, but he looks mixed to me. Like he, I look at him, I look at his mother and they look like they have like black in them. They look like they have like African blood in them. So um, they're passing? Are they passing? He looks like, but according to, I think he was on like the breakfast, they were on the breakfast club before you know, a few weeks ago. And he said he did a DNA test and there's, you know, he's white, but I guess. Really? Okay. But maybe it's because he has the beard and he has a bald head. And that's typically white men don't wear their hair, you know, in that way. They don't have full beards or bald heads. So maybe that's giving him the, the look of a black man. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of him now. There's no way this man is 100% white. I don't think There's so. no way. I, I, okay, all right. I don't think so. and, I mean, and honestly, I was just having this conversation earlier today. I don't know too many white people with the last name Johnson. I don't know. You <laughs> no, you're right. I just haven't. Got that slave name, right? I feel like there's because there's so many motherfucking niggas with the last name Johnson, <laughs> but you never hear any um white people with it. I'm like, did y'all they change the name? They probably did after slavery. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely I, I okay. He said yeah. he's all he's all he said he's all anyway. So. Apparently, there was a clip. They have this reality show, Chad Loves Michelle, and there was this clip where... Um, they, they do? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's on OWN. So there was a promotional clip that was floating around, um, and she was. they were discussing how there was an issue they were talking about, and she said, well, you wouldn't understand because you're not Black. That's just how we express ourselves. And he took offense to it. Um, mm. And so they went back and forth, and then he was like, you know, she was... Um, Earlier this year, she was hospitalized for depression. So in the midst of this discussion, he said, did you take your medicine? Oh. <laughs> Como? Come on. Okay. Come, <laughs> Come again. Come again. Repeat that. Run that. Ask me again. Rewind. <laughs> so, you know, when, when, when that clip was posted on online, you know, people went, off. They were like, Michelle, you need to run. Red flags all over the place. <laughs> well, a couple of different reasons, because it seems as if, you know, she, he doesn't want to talk about race. You know, he's one of those I don't see color kind of people. Yeah. And if you're going to be married to a black woman, you're going to have black kids. Your kids are going to be half black. You can't, you can't take the middle of the road you know, um, with, with race, you have to address it, you know, cause you're going to have to explain to your kids, your kids are going to be in both worlds, you know, and mm -hmm. you're going to have to learn how to navigate both worlds. So you just can't pretend like it doesn't exist, you know? And then mm -hmm. on top of that, you know, it's, it's very low to bring up her, her mental issues at a time like that. You know, that was a low blow. That was a definite low blow. You want to be, Yo, we like that. That's what we do. Right. Right. Okay, let me let me roll up my sleeves. Hold <laughs> up. Wait a minute. Let me take my earrings off real quick. Well, <laughs> oh, that's how you gonna do in front of the cameras? Oh, girl. Oh, bitch. That's oh, that's the thing in front of the cameras. Oh. So, um. And they were supposed to get married. And supposedly, I think he proposed to her. But I think that he is holding off on getting married. He won't say. I heard that they called it off, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
They called it also. But, but you know, they're not having sex, right? They're celibate. Like he said, they wanted to be celibate to marriage, which, you know, terrible, it, terrible it, idea, y'all. You fucking in your 40s, Michelle. What you talking about? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you have had so many dicks down your throat. Why are you acting new now? <laughs> Why are you acting brand new? Look, have they had sex before and they just decided to stop? Or no, never I think I and I, I I think what I heard was he is the one that suggested it. We are not having sex. Sex is off the table until marriage. And she was like, all right, well, I, I guess I got to go with it. Like, what? That's, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he has said. Something ain't clear in the water there. Something ain't clear in the water. Because how do you... How do you stop having sex, especially if you're having good sex? How well, isn't he? Sex? He's a pastor, right? Like he, he runs the church. Like that dicks to get wet too. So I don't. True indeed. True indeed. Sorry. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. So I just I, that's a little that's a little weird to me. But yeah, he said, um, you know, he said and sex is not an then, option. And then you won't set a date. So how long are we not supposed to be having sex? Um, girl, you asking me? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, this is this is a question for the universe. I'm not asking you. <laughs> but that's a real question. Like, if we're not having sex and you won't set a date until you know, how, what is what are you really saying, girl? I I don't I don't. You asking the wrong person. I don't know. So I have another question. Uh, you probably can't answer this either. <laughs> So, so when you when you in, qualified already, in, in, <laughs> I know you can't answer this question. <laughs> Let's hear. If you're in a relationship and you and and you decide not to have sex until a certain, until you get married or whatever the the end date is, like, are you? There's like no masturbation. There's like there's nothing going on here. And I'm I'm guessing that's what they have going on. Like, there's nothing because is it, he's a virgin? I thought. Oh, yeah, a, I think, yeah, I think that's what it was. He was saving himself from marriage. Somebody you ain't test the waters out yet. You Dude. know, that's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Hello, goodbye. For real, girl, bye. Uh-uh, we're doing that at all. <laughs> so, Terrible I mean, idea. Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. That's what it is. I need to see what that dick do. <laughs> Please. <laughs> What's your money back guarantee? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see what to do. <laughs> All right, Michelle. Well, I will say this, Michelle. More power to you. Yeah, please. Anyway. Um, <laughs> go with God. It's terrible all the way around. The whole thing is terrible, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not mature enough for relationships with no sex. <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> like, who made that up? I talk about sex too much and think about it too much to even do that. <laughs> that is like hell on earth to me. Like oh, that's, no. that's the most torture. Like never. Like we gotta. Oh, do they, okay. do they do they live together? Do they sleep in the same bed? Like how does that work? Girl, I don't know. I, mean, I I don't know. I don't know. They they probably pull up. What's that? Brittany and a uh, uh, Justin Timberlake. Me like. <laughs> Y'all really need to have sex. Stop playing. He's doing this for the cameras. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Moving moving on. What? Where are we at now? So we're at the woke minute. Okay. All right. Let me straighten up. 
sit right. Speaking yeah. of Ken Hills, let me just say before we get to the book, <laughs> I actually <laughs> my penny loafers with the real penny in the front. <laughs> let me tell you, so I I I am constantly shopping. So I saw these boots that had a kitten heel, but I I liked them because if they were. <laughs> you need to stop it right there. <laughs> so I'm like, should I buy these? I, you know, I hate kitten heels, but I like the boots. So I bought them and I brought them home. <laughs> and when I bought them, I'm in a different light. With the light of and you know, I say, you know, if I can't style them three different ways, I'm gonna take them back. So I, I, you know, I put on different little outfits with it, and I, I, I just couldn't rock with it. So I took them back, but. They bamboozled you in the store. <laughs> and I was talking to the sales lady. I was like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> she was like, she took a deep breath. She was like, well, fine with kitten heels, but you know, they kind of. <laughs> I can't laughing. believe you did that. I can't. I, I live on the edge. I live. You sure do. You should have <laughs> took a picture though. You should have at least taken a picture. <laughs> I actually do. I send your picture. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving along. All right. Okay. All right. All okay. right. So I'm not going to stay on this topic too long. Um, I just kind of wanted to um, talk about it really quickly. So a couple years ago, back in 2013, um, Kendrick Johnson, KJ. Um, this was the kid who was found, um, the high school kid in Georgia who was found rolled up in an athletic mat. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So they, they exhumed his body, um, and had a third autopsy done. And because before they were saying that he, um, he died, it was like an accidental, accidental death, um, happened. And so they did a third autopsy and they found that, um, he suffered from a non-accidental uh, trauma to the head. So apparently, um, and this hasn't been, um, uh, there's no conclusive evidence, I mean, to say who did this, but they say that he was hit with a 45 pound uh, dumbbell in the back of his head. Mm. And I guess, you know, of course he died from it and they wrapped his body up. Um, so we're, they, I guess we're at the point now where Maybe they're going to reopen this case because apparently the two kids that were involved in it are the sons of this, uh, a CIA member, a, person, yeah. a CIA um, person. So, you know, we're going to see what happens to this. We're going to follow it. Um, but this also, you know, they they have pictures of him um, on the Internet and it just reminds you of Emmett Till. Uh, yes. Yeah. It was just so distorted. Um, you know, and his, his, his family wants answers. You know, we, we need answers, um, for this. So, um, so just kind of want to talk, you know, just touch base on that just to, you know, bring yeah, it. I rem I definitely, um, I remember this, I remember this case. I remember reading on it. Like you said, I remember seeing the pictures on the internet of the condition of his body when it was found mm -hmm. and all the theories that they had, you know, they were saying that, um, a lot of the kids would put their sneakers, you know, in the gym, they would like throw their sneakers down into the um, rolled up mats to kind of keep them there and then go after. And they said that he had been reaching into the mat to get his sneakers out and he fell in and you mean no one saw it. But what was what was the most chilling for me was when you watch the footage that they had of the gym, clearly someone had edited or cut out a significant piece of it. It was gone. 
you know? So, I mean, this would be a cover up of the highest level because it means that the school board, the school, you know, was involved in the whole cover up. And like you said, that the two sons of the FBI agent, the FBI, FBI. yeah, yeah, the the FBI agent's sons um, had an altercation with him before they had said, and, you know, was involved in something. So this is, you know, a a third exhumation because they, he has been, he has been autopsied as three times yeah, to determine, you know, finally this third time was that there was some sort of trauma that had happened to him. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm praying for justice out of this. I can, you know, it's, it sounds so fishy and it mm-hmm. sounds like a cover up. Something yeah. happened Some and somebody knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just, I just can't imagine sending your kid to school and then, you know, bringing him home in a body bag. I, I, I can't even fathom that, you know, um, I was just, I was talking to a friend the other day. Cause you know, my, my son goes to school now and now they do like terrorist drills. Right. So I'll get a text on my phone. And it'll say they are about to start the, the drill and it lasts for 10 minutes. And, you know, and you know, if you need to talk to your kid afterward to kind of calm them down, but it's, it's crazy. I'm like, we never had to do any of that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, the, the the world that we live in it's it's just changed dramatically since I remember going to school. Yeah. So. Yeah. I can't you know when back you know back when we were in school we had like the hurricane drills or the tornado drills. I can't even imagine like the the thought of um of having someone come in and open fire in, in a class. Like I, I that's crazy. I can't I, I can't even, you know, I don't even like even the idea of bringing a a gun to school, I, mm-hmm. I don't even, I can't even imagine it. So, yeah, unfortunate. All right. Yeah. So our, our thoughts and prayers are um are with the family. Um, you know, so we can. We, I want them to reopen the case to find out exactly what happened. And if the the FBI sons, their names are Brian and Brandon Bell. You know, if they're responsible for it, you know, we need to bring them to justice. They need to be brought to justice. And if anyone has any information about it, you know, come forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, So moving on, I wanted to talk about uh, this tear gas that has been used on the migrants that were uh, seeking asylum in Tijuana and San Diego. Have you heard about this? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. You know, our government, our 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 great government here has been using tear tear, gra- tear gas on these asylum seekers. So and what but Border Control is saying it is, quote unquote, the least use of force. So hundreds of people, they were gathered for a peaceful protest at the border. Um, and then there were some people that were trying to get through. And, you know, they the protesters are there peacefully protesting what was the long wait times for processing the uh, asylum claims. And then you have people going through. Um, And so the border patrol decided to let off tear gas because they're saying, you know, there were some, there was a violent mob of over a thousand people and our mission was to protect the border. So, I mean, you see, have you seen the pictures of the women, this woman with two toddler kids barefoot and they're running from the gas that, you know, is being emitted. Um, You know, you're looking at these women, it's women and children who basically left their lives behind, you know, Mm -hmm. seeking some peace, seeking asylum, Mm -hmm. a better life and you know this is how we greet them with tear gas and you know with with violence and and fear this is you know this is america this is this is how we treat people you know we basically make them criminals um 
Number 45 did not help. You know, he has made, of course, several, many assertions on his Twitter. Get this man off damn Twitter, man. But, you know, was saying, oh, this caravan is made up of men. They're mostly criminals. Although that's not even based on any fact. We don't even know that to be true. Mm-hmm. Not um, that it's based in fact. No, he, you know, he was also quoted as saying, he said, hey, if they want to throw rocks at our military, our military fights back. He said, I would consider the rocks a rifle. So it's basically he's saying use lethal force if they're out there um, throwing rocks, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I we have really stepped up these intimidation tactics, you know, which is I, I believe in people having a right to seek asylum, to come here for a better life, you know, but we are what we're doing is we are basically deterring them. You know, we've, we've done everything to kind of railroad them um, out of doing that. Um, you know, we've cut off their, the foreign aid. We send troops to the border. We're tear gassing them now. Um, we're closing the borders. We are separating kids from families. You know, this, this anti-immigrant Trump shit is just so ridiculous to me. But it's not um, immigrants and anti-non-white immigrant. That's what this is. Exactly. Exactly. You know, just show some compassion. I'm I'm so embarrassed by this whole thing. It it it, it hurts me and it's embarrassing, you know, and it just shows the the lack of empathy and compassion that we are supposed to show for each other. Mhm. Yeah. Oh. What are we going to do? All right. All right. Where 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 are we? <gasps> I used to I be a Santa. I know where we are. Handling <laughs> like a real bitch. <laughs> we are at the weekend D report. Yeah, I love to get here. We be woo, <laughs> the highs and lows. Our, this should be so bipolar sometimes. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> we gonna take you high. We gonna bring you low. <laughs> we gonna bring you back up. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna bring some dick into it. <laughs> woo, all right. So. Today's question um, comes from one of our faithful listeners. Uh, so she basically says, I'll, I'll, I kind of paraphrase him. She says, I've been dating my boyfriend for five months and we've known each other a couple of years. We're doing well, but he insists on using a condom every time we have sex. He says he doesn't want to get me pregnant, even though he knows I'm on the pill. He says he is clean. I love him so much, but I feel like the condom makes it less intimate and sometimes the friction is uncomfortable. What should I do? So, who yeah. well, you asking me? <laughs> you asking us? <laughs> I, you know, so first thing when I read this, I'm like, it's funny because usually it's the guy mm-hmm. who wants to take off the condom. You know, like usually either it's either mm-hmm. in that heat of the moment where he's just like, let me just put it in, let me put the head in, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, that whole joint be up in, or you know, y'all are stroking and then you realize like he ain't got no condom on. I had a guy actually take a condom off in the middle of having sex. I didn't realize until after. I was so pissed. I, yes, I, I and I do remember you telling me about that. Too. Girl, I was yes, so mad. It, yeah, it, yeah. Um, and actually, hold on, really quickly. Actually, now that is considered a form of rape. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I I can understand that. I can understand. So my advice, I, you know, my my first thing is in listening to. Um, we're going to try to give you some good advice. So I, I think maybe, number one, I think maybe he's scared to get tested, you know, because unlike women, you know, where we go regularly to the exams and, you know, we, we are always putting our legs up in stirrups, you know, men don't really get tested unless there is a problem. So, you know, maybe, maybe it's a case of the dirty dick. I, I, I'm sure he's a lovely 
lovely guy, you know, but maybe there is an issue there. You know, that's something that explores. So maybe, you know, going to get tested together and making that a point um, because it, maybe he's scared. Um, or then, you know, maybe he knows that the con, you know, without a condom, men don't really last very long. Do you notice that? Like it, it speeds up the whole process. Not having a condom on? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, come on now. <laughs> you don't, you, they don't last as long as, in my opinion. So, you know, maybe he's kind of scared of that, you know, the, the, the rapid fire of it, you know? Mm, yeah. Or maybe in his mind, he's thinking like no kind of means a deeper commitment and maybe he's not ready for that. So, um, you know, my advice would be really, y'all got to have a conversation about that. Like maybe, uh, you know, he needs a full lesson in contraception. Cause like you're saying, like she's saying, I'm on the pill, but you know, obviously, you know, in his mind, you know, maybe that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a relationship thing. Maybe it's getting tested, um, thing. So, you know, I, I just think that y'all need a deeper conversation about that. Get tested together, go together. I mean, a lot of times you can go to these, you can go to a free clinic, you know, make a date out of it and they give you your results right there. Find out, you know, what your status is. Maybe that will make him more comfortable. What do you think? You can guys? actually go get kits. You can actually get the little kit from like a drugstore. It's like an HIV kit. I don't think it tests for STDs, but yeah, you can go get that kit and y'all can do it. It's like 40 bucks um, and y'all can get, y'all can test each other together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that he all he always wants to use condoms, but I do understand how, how it makes you feel uncomfortable because Personally, can I should I say this? I don't like using condoms. Be honest, I don't. Yeah, I I, I would prefer not to. In in all honesty, the friction of it, like you said, is very uncomfortable. Um, I have gotten yeast infections from condoms, and I don't like the smell of condoms. Like I I don't like using condoms. So and it's something, you know, it's it's to me, sex is more enjoyable without it. Um, but you have to be in a in a in a relationship where you're comfortable doing that. And I always. I'm an advocate for, you know, before you even start having sex, go get tested. Just, yeah, just for peace of mind, you know, um, you know, if you're, if you are able to have someone's penis in you or in your mouth or in your vagina, you can talk about this and y'all can get tested. You know what? Can you say that again for the people in the back? Cause that is so <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah, do everything, rim shots, this, all kind of stuff. But when it comes to that, it's like a, it's like a problem. It's mm-hmm. like an issue. You can't talk about that. You can't go get yeah. tested. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't think it's a, it's, you know, I think I like that he wants to use condoms, but it, there may be an issue there. Um, and maybe he got burned in the, in the, in the past, and he's just like, it was a hor- horrific experience for him, and he just doesn't want to, you know, risk it. But um, it, it's definitely a discussion that really needs to be had. Because if you're at this point where you're having sex and you've known him for a couple of years, so this is not somebody you just met off the street. You've known him. You know him. You know, I feel like you guys should be able to have this conversation. Yeah. Because it, I, I, and I think, like you said, like I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of condoms. I mean, for protection and, you know, prevention, and all that other stuff, it's great. But I just think the feeling of it, it's a difference. And I think for a woman who you can, you can tell, you know, I, I've heard somebody say, well, you know, how can you, how do you know? You do know it, it, it is a difference. Um, so the friction is, is different. And I think it feels a hundred times better without, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> It feels amazing without the condom. It is. It's pretty mind blowing. It's pretty, it's pretty out of this world. 
but but it's not for ev- it's not for everybody and you want to you you just you do want that peace of mind you know you safe i'm safe we all safe mm-hmm. okay we can get past that so and and you know i mean it is sex to me is it's a connection on a on a cosmic level anyway it's deep and people like to kind of discount it you know but th- it is so that to me just makes it a hundred times more you know deep um when it's when it's no condom like yeah i i could i would prefer um not but that's not for everybody yeah yeah, I, and I feel like it's it's, it's kind of taboo to say don't you we don't like using condoms. I know, right? <laughs> but we're just we're you know we're of a particular age, so you know I feel as if you if you get to to the age that we are, you know how to take precautions and you know um, you know take the steps necessary and be in a committed relationship. You know before you take the condom off, you know make sure you know what your partner is doing and y'all on the same page with that. But I understand, girl. That shit got to come off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it. I, I, I totally understand. Yeah, but I think he's a little afraid. I think there's there's something else going on, you yeah. know, psychologically or you know, with him why he doesn't want to. Because what what guy you know don't want to take off his condom? I don't know anyone who wants. I gotta be like, where's your condom? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, how many like how many times? I'm not not literally, but like. That's that's isn't that a question? Like, yeah. especially when you first are having sex with somebody. In my mind, I'm, even though I don't like using condoms, when we're first having sex, you are going to wrap that shit up. You wrap yep. it up because don't you get offended? Like, you didn't bring a condom, right? Right. Well, I have to say no. As hard as it for me to say, I have to say no. <laughs> I have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> so, which leads me to another question: Like, what are y'all just having, like, vaginal sex? Y'all not having oral sex? Well, she didn't say. Um, but now I'm just curious. Y'all been, y'all been, y'all been seeing each other for five months, y'all. right? So that's why I'm like, it's funny. Like, okay, you know, y'all, you are having sex. Like, what's right. So if he, I mean, if he's putting his face down then in there, but he's wrapping his dick up, like, I don't understand. Right. <laughs> We need we need some more answers. We, <laughs> we got I have I have questions. <laughs> I, I hope we gave I hope we gave her some some good advice. Yeah. So and yeah. I think it's communication and honesty. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it is. I think I think you just have to talk to him. This is all about communication. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Because there, there is a disconnect somewhere. It is. It is. So. Like man, you you giving him a ride at the circus. You giving him a whole. Excellent. <laughs> the carousel and everything. You don't want to go. You don't want to go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. All right. All right. Where are we? All right. We at I reminisce. I reminisce. I reminisce. So you got the reminisce. What's I got the reminisce? reminisce this week, and I took it all the way back to 1995. Break. Right? Ooh. Ooh. Cuban links. Ooh. I, I say this all the time. Every. I know. Watch <laughs> <laughs> rap niggas get all up in your guts. French vanilla can chocolate deluxe. Even if, even caramel Sundays is getting touched. Scoop and my ice cream Oh my fucking god! Ninety five was a good ass time for music. I swear to God, it was. It sure was. It, was I, that, it, it started a great era, and that you know that whole Wu Tang movement. 
Mm-hmm. It was so real. It was. It was. This is my shit. The video, guy. I don't even know how many times I watched this fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to get one of those um, those t-shirts. I, you know, I had one, and truth mm-hmm. be told, I, it was like the last one. It was too small for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tried. Very tiny. But I was so happy. I had a woo. I had a woo baby tee. I, I got I got I got to search the internet to get one because I, I I need one of those. Yeah, it's so funny. I saw this girl last week um, at this bar and she had on a, a Wu Tang T-shirt. It was so cute. So I when I, I said I'm gonna look online and get one. Like you know, because what are they? Are they? It's the 20, 20 year, 25, 25th year anniversary or something of the album, something like that. But um. Yeah, this was, this was, and this what I remember was like the introduction for me for Ghostface when Ghostface came out, like was rapping in, in the video. Like, Ghostface is my, is my favorite Wu member. I swear to God, I love Ghostface. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, he, Ghostface and then Raekwon the Chef is like mm-hmm. second for me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And Method Man, I guess. Yeah, but I, I, I girl, it's like I could put on a, um, Ghostface CD and just fucking close your eyes. He is he is the master of storytelling. He, he really is. He like he like my uncle. He remind me of of my uncle. <laughs> he just got some great stories, like some unbelievable stories. Right. And I swear to God, if this if 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 uh how we how we start on Raekwon and get on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Cause they, this, this, okay. this okay. one is my turn. I can't even stay on track. But I feel like if um. If a Ghostface could sing, he definitely would have been an R&B singer. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, this is the most R&B rapper I fucking know. <laughs> anyway, oh man, anyway, oh, so I had this see, I had this tape, and it was purple. Like the tape purple was tape. actually purple. The purple tape. Yes, yes, I love it. So yeah, so Ice Cream, Raekwon. Oh, and this feature Capadonna, Method Man, and Ghostface. Not in the chat, but yep. Okay. I reminisce. Sounds good. All right. All right. So we are now at the segment of the show where we support black businesses. We believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities. And we desire to build awareness of products that are made FUBU for us by us. So, oh, now this is your your black business. (laughs) Thank you for the introduction. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) All right. So my... um, my feature this week was, uh, it's a seafood restaurant that's, that's out in Queens called Something Catchy Seafood. And the way I came across this is how I come across a lot of things these days is Instagram. Okay. Um, I'm just scrolling through and this popped up and I promise you, I was on their Instagram probably for a good hour looking at all of their food, man. And you know, I, I've, I've been in New York for eight years, but I'm, I'm from Virginia, from the coast of Virginia. I lived in Maryland for 10 years and we are known for our seafood. So anytime I go anywhere else, I just don't, I'm just not amused. I'm not entertained. I just don't <laughs> like the seafood. Um, and most times I don't even get seafood if it's not, if I'm not in Maryland or Virginia, but this, this here, I'm going. I haven't been yet, but I swear to God, I've been licking my phone ever since. <laughs> Instagram, because this shit looks amazing. So, um, if you're in the New York area, if you're in Queens, go out there. Um, it's called Something Catchy Seafood. Their address is 23-1436 Avenue in Long Island City. Um, the owners are Kyle Austin and Davon Davis. They're both from Queens, and their Instagram is Something Catchy NYC. So, if you're in the area, I suggest go out there and um, support these brothers. 
Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. All right. So, hey, y'all, we have come to the end. You can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're at Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Our Heart Radio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, Spotify. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's what I say, three. Visit That's What I'm Saying, the podcast.com to learn more. Send us questions and comments. And, of course, Nye, who do we always shout out? We always, always, always shout out our super producer, Vegas World Inc. You can catch him on Instagram. You can catch him on Twitter, Vegas World Inc. He has a podcast called Hip Hop Now, and he was actually featured last week on our episode. We really enjoyed having him out there. And I just wanted to say really, really quickly, so um, our Instagram followers, it's really, really increasing. I really want to, you know, give a shout out to all of our Instagram followers. Um, You know, we are, we are, we, we. We uh, went over the threshold of a thousand followers. So I think when we get to like 1500, we should do like a little promotion for you guys. So share us on Instagram, um, invite your friends and um, until next week, take care. Take care y'all. Peace.